Rorik Honda is all about family. In fact, Rorik wants you to test drive the ultimate family vehicle, the Odyssey, with a Black Friday contest. Let the Jagoffs and Rorik drive you to your shopping destination while you prepare for the holiday season. After all, isn't that what family's all about? Rorik treats you like family, wants you to drive their ultimate family car, and shop for the whole family on Black Friday. Check out yourjackoff.com for details, and as always, visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. Now let's start the Yajagoff podcast from Wendell August Ford. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff, when someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, Jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, Jagoff? This is Kevin Wildbill. This is Mark Mad. Hi, this is Rocky Blyer. And this is the You Jagoff Podcast. How about that? I'm just listening to all the people who have said you jag off. And I know, right? We say it we always. We them all. We did, but we always say it as a term of endearment because it's the Pittsburgh umbrella. That's where the word derived, and we're proud of that. So we're Pittsburgh, and now we drove all the way here to Grove City. It doesn't, it, right, and we're not typical Pittsburghers, and we didn't say, ah, that's three bridges away. I'm I not did. driving Let's all be the way honest. up there. I said to you, <laughs> how long is this going to take? Because my proximity is terrible, and you said it'll take no time. And we, we shaved like 10 minutes off yeah, we went 80. 85, 85, <laughs> actually. Thank you, State Troopers, for not being out yes, there. Yes, thank you, thank so you. So this is the Yajagov Podcast, and we are recording, as you said, at Wendell Love August it. Forge up here in Mercer County. Yes. And uh, the, if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, first of all, make sure you subscribe to it on radio.com, which means when you do that, you'll get it earlier than everybody else on Monday. Yes. And around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, then it goes up on yajagov.com every Tuesday. Yeah. And the blog is part of this as well. It is. And we always talk about what was on the blog this right. week. So we Let me can talk about start. the first one right, right now. The first one was Rachel Rennebeck, school board director, North Hills School woo, District. Woo, woo. And that's the why I have honorable. the flu. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so the she campaigning. wanted a school board. Yeah, so what the heck. And so we might even be doing a podcast from a North Hills School District school board oh, meeting. Oh, they would love that. Yeah, no doubt <laughs> I attended it. like my first before the swear-in one, and it's it gets intense. So right. I don't know about that, John. Yeah. Um, and then we also... Also talked about uh, you actually talked about um, the KDKA story that Lisa Washington did about the candy thieves, right? Because These that were was crazy. Two men who rode around in Clareton stealing candy from yeah. kids who on does trick that? on Halloween who night. Who does that? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. so we put. If you go there and look at the blog, click on the link. If you're listening, you go to the website. You can click on that blog. You'll see the kind of punishment we outlined for them because it would be awesome punishment. to see those kids. Yeah. Get back at those guys. Right. So right. check out the blog daily and find out who we deem Jagoffs. And then we have to talk about what's coming up. So obviously today we're basking in the glory of holiday season. Shopping is completely underway in the beginning of November. We love it. We're at Wendell August Forge. But next week we are at the Heinz History Center talking to various Pittsburgh, um, well, I guess we call them celebrities, but they are media folks. Uh, including Bobby Cherry again, yeah. um, to find out what they want for Christmas, what their Christmas traditions are, because they're doing a very Merry Christmas exhibit at the Heinz History Center. Yeah. And they're starting it up again this year, so we want to know what the Pittsburgh traditions are for yeah. holidays. Holiday. Yeah. Holiday right. in general. So, yeah. And then the 22nd is Santa Spectacular. Santa, I know, I know him. him! I know him! <laughs> we can't wait. So we're actually still tasked from KDK and Entercom has told us we have to figure out what interactive we're going to do. So we need to figure that out. It's going to be good, though. We yeah. don't know what it is yet, but right. it's going to be good. Right, if you have a suggestion, good. text us, tweet us, whatever, <laughs> yeah. as far as what interactive but thing stop we'll by do. and see us, but for whatever. sure. Yeah. So, so, introduce our hostess. W- right. Our hostess today is Aaron from Wendell August Forge, but we also have to remind everybody, we have a bunch of guests coming up today. Yeah, we right? do. Right, we have a comedian, Felicia Gillespie, is here, yeah. because she's getting ready. A hometowner who came back to headline the Pittsburgh Improv. Right. And Bobby Cherry, one of our favorites. He's just like that guy. Like, I just want him to <laughs> come home guy. with me. Like, you know, we could talk about anything and everything at all times so kudos to him for, yeah. for taking the, the trip and apparently we're going to speak with someone from the visitors bureau here at mercer county and we can 
check off another county another that we county. have mastered. That's so. right, that's key. All right, go. Aaron, you're like, how long have Stop I been talking, standing here? Right? I'm supposed to work the door. Please shut up, you two. <laughs> so, Aaron, you are from Wendell August Forge. First of all, we had a great time at a penguin game with you. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it juiced me up so much. We went and I played on a team that never wins, and we won that like, like that big night? time. Yes, yes. Great. So that was awesome. You're his inspiration, apparently. Yeah, I think it was my husband, though. There you go. <laughs> there Except you a go. lot of hockey. Well, and of course, because we knew that part uh, Wendell August Forge obviously has been around how many years? Since 1923. 23. So in operation for decades and decades. But all of a sudden, you're having this giant black and gold party, and everything has been sort of, instead of red and green or holiday season, it's black and gold. Yes. So we saw you at the San Antonio Homes event, which kudos to you. You were one of the sponsors and obviously helped with an organization called Sickle Cell, which, you know, raising money for that, kudos for that. But now all this black and gold banter, everywhere you look in here, there's something that Steelers or Penguins talk yes. about that. What I mean, obviously the love of of Pittsburgh sports, but what really pushed you after all these years to make this your big push? Sure. Well, we have partnered with the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation for a number of years. Um, we have a lot of products. We work with them very closely. This year, super exciting for the first time ever, we did a Players Edition coaster set. Um, so it's actually uh, four coasters: Malkin, Crosby, Latang, and Murray. Nice. You said it better than John. <laughs> um, <Tempe laughs> this is her job. <laughs> so the art was inspired by Tempe Moore, who's actually here today. Yes. Um, and so we took her artwork, our die engravers, put them into coasters, um, and it's an awesome set. Perfect Christmas gift for anybody who is a Penguins fan. So Penguins obviously been around. You know, we've been partners with them for a while. But this year was super exciting is we just got the license for the NFL. Um, and that obviously, super exciting. our you know our hometown, the Steelers. We're so excited to have Steelers products here. Uh, we have ornaments, we have um, so, some like giftware, we have tailgating type items, yeah. and um, it's just amazing. And today, everything Steelers you can engrave for free. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big perk, but I have to say, you know, a common misconception, everything is common misconceptions, right? You hear one thing, you don't always know what the truth behind it is, but you're not just ornaments. You're not just, um, you know, like you said, flatware. I mean, you look around here, and there's something for everyone. And yeah. it's not even just sports. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. There's collector pieces. We talked to Bobby Cherry ahead of time, and he said he has an entire series of um, Linda... Linda Barnacott. Barnacott, also a Pittsburgh, yes, Pittsburgh artist. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go, John. So when we walked in here, Aaron, we know we didn't. John guzzled a mimosa. We didn't really know what to expect. <laughs> and you walk in, and this, you're, this, it's overload. Almost sounds negative, but it is overload. It is overload. It's a positive overload. There are all these shiny things and. The amazing artwork that's in here is, and then we went on a tour, and and Christian's like, yeah, we did something for the Vatican and the White House. Oh yeah, yeah, just like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? So yeah. The, what a history here. Uh, it's amazing, and everything that you see here is handcrafted right here, right here in Grove City, right outside of Pittsburgh, which is so amazing. I mean, yeah. our craftsmen are fantastic. I know you got to see some of their yes. work back there. Um, it's just. It's, it's so cool to be part of something like this. Well, and part of it, as you're saying, so when you walk in, it's this um, mecca of intricate things, right? But then it's literally right in the back. So right. it's not like other manufacturing companies where, you know, oh, I have a warehouse that's five miles down the yeah, road or right. something like that. Everything is done right here. So you can kind of look around. And I, I caution, take the time, right? Because you need to spend a little bit of time here to see all of the little pieces that it, make it, it what know, it is. Since Pittsburghers don't really know directions, it is Rachel. literally right behind <laughs> right behind the, the Grove, Grove City. Grove City, shops. yeah. That's I why mean, I said second. Yeah. Did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know, it's 79. Put the cruise control on 90. Whatever you're going to do, we're not responsible for tickets. <laughs> yeah, right? But it, it's so easy to get. You literally here. get off 79. You're here. Yeah. 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 And every, every everyone who comes can go walk back and have a tour what? of Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh my God, that's that's cool. Yeah. Aaron, talk about uh, just in case we don't get Christian out here. Just if you could, I love the story, and you can. I was hoping you were going to ask know, this. One hundred eighty thousand dollars one day was delivered in a car to you guys. Talk about that story. That's my teaser. Somewhere along the way, somebody drove a $180,000 check up here. Yeah, so I will not do the story justice because I definitely don't talk about it like Christian. But okay. um, what was it? A little over 10 years ago, mm -hmm. um, Wendell August had presented to the Pittsburgh Penguins to do a commemorative ticket for the last game in the Civic Arena. We won that order. 
which was going to be the biggest order that we had ever won in our history. Um, two days later, our factory burned to the ground. So it was crazy. Devastating. I get goosebumps yeah. here. I know. Yeah. yeah. Factory burned to the ground. I mean, it's an amazing story of how um, the community came came to us and helped and helped rebuild. But the best part about it was we had this big order, and we got a call from D- Dave Soltes from the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he said, I know you had a fire. I still want you guys to produce this order. I'm going to drive up a check for the entire order to pay your staff so that you can create this for us. Boom. Microphone. Yeah. Drop. That's the end of I the mean, podcast, everybody. Yeah, who doesn't get goosebumps from a story like that? Number one, the Pittsburgh Penguins are beloved by so many people for their record, right? Let alone the fact that their community support. And this just a, this is just a testament to what they're capable of. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so see, everybody has to buy the get up here. penguin yeah, right. paraphernalia, right? When you hear this podcast, there are six to seven weeks left in shopping season for the holidays. Get up here. Right. And like Get we said, there. you know, we know that this is the time of year people habitually spend more money. People are thinking ahead, which they don't typically do. Right. And I know you said obviously there's quite the sales peak at this time of year, but it really is the shopping season. We technically have an extra week because of where the Thanksgiving um, holiday or mm. the Thanksgiving is landing. But this is the shopping season. So come up here and, and do it because it's right. worth it. And right? the cool thing is for those that are expats and haven't been back to Pittsburgh forever, you can go online and order all of this stuff. Right, but it's not just holiday time is what we're exactly. saying. So once Christmas is over, you still come here. We're yeah. going to have to do black and gold days like monthly. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, I mean, wedding, baby. Yeah. Um, just any gift. Christening. You know, there's, there's office gifts. There's teacher gifts. You know, things that you're not always thinking about. And, we, and you can personalize made. almost every item here. I yeah. love it. Handmade. No machine it. back there stamping these things out. So. Well, here's cool. the thing. You know, Aaron, you're, you're a newbie. And we do a question of the day for everybody who comes on the podcast. Typically, we weave in a theme, right? So you would think we'd do something themey to hear, but we're not. We're doing questions because of the guests we're having. We have you from Wendell August. We have Bobby Cherry, who adores Christmas. We have Felicia, who's a comedian and does enjoy all of it. Shopping and Christmas was her thing. And then we have somebody from the Visitors Bureau. So we have a bunch of questions that we're mixing in. So we're going to give you a more difficult one. And if you can't answer it, you have to grab a customer who can actually win one of your valuable prizes. And what are they, Aaron? Yeah. (laughs) So attention in the store. This is the time to listen because if Aaron gets stumped, this is your chance to win a prize. Ready? Here we go. All right, Aaron, are you ready? I'm ready. What? Do do we want to present, pick out the prize? No, because they're themed. Aaron has them themed. Okay. Okay. Gosh, John. (laughs) What happens the most... Two weeks before Christmas. And this is a multiple choice. Okay. What happens the most two weeks before Christmas? Shopping begins, couples break up, or more births than usual? Aaron seems stumped. Anybody want a, a chance to win an ornament? What happens the most two weeks before Christmas? One, shopping just starts. Two, couples break up. Or three, there's more births than usual. Now we've we found a person to couple with Aaron. And what is your name, young lady? Peggy, I'm with the, uh, actually, I'm with the tourism agency here in Mercer County. I knew it. <laughs> yes. Peggy, <laughs> what is the answer? Is it shopping starts, couples break up, or more births than usual? And this is the week before Christmas? Two weeks. Two weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't think they would break up. Um, I think more births. Okay. Pick a person, because you're wrong, so pick okay. a person. <laughs> a break up. You, yes. <laughs> That's and that's, that's a so guy roll. I'm a crazy. guy. The guy. That's a Who guy roll. <laughs> yeah, that is a guy yeah, roll. So. Two weeks before Christmas. Right. Because right. we're cheap. It's so in the it's in the man's it. manual. Yeah. Yeah. It's a guy's yeah. thing. So oh, Peggy. Peggy but thank perfect you for segue it. to get Peggy to come on the podcast. Right. Right. Peggy, you'll be hearing shortly in in a little bit here. But Peggy, did she, did Peggy win? I think so. Peggy won. Come on, Peggy yeah. won. Right, Look Peggy. at Rachel. She's so competitive. Peggy right. won. I yeah, mean, for God's sake. Rachel's like, no. All right. No. Fine, Peggy. All right. Before we bring on our next guest, we actually have Christian walked in here. So, Christian, we just told the $880,000 check story, but uh, in which, again, gives me goosebumps. But talk about your reason to come here and work at Wendell August Forge, because we talked about that in a Penguin game recently, about how you came here, you're kind of consulting, and suddenly Western Pennsylvania grabbed you by the neck and never let you go. 
You know, it's very unique uh, coming here to Western Pennsylvania as a consultant, flying in and uh, seeing an amazing city. Every time I flew in on a Monday, I said, how how unique. You know, seeing the rivers, uh, seeing the people, you know, just jumping off the plane. But the most unique thing was every time I met somebody, they had a story and how cool and how much they love Western Pennsylvania. And uh, being from Northeast Ohio, where a lot of people were, were vacating and leaving and going down to the south and uh, living in Charlotte, where it was definitely a melting pot. There was not a lot of history, not a lot of roots, and uh, very transient. So coming up here, you know, popping in on a Monday, flying out on a Thursday, it was something very, very unique. And uh, I won't lie, I fell in love with it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a testament to our city because Pittsburgh is that place where people say they're friendlier, right? It's just when people visit, that's the, the appeal we give. But what is it about Wendell August Forge that sort of was your, I have to stay here? This There's a reason to promote sales here. Well, very good question. Uh, one of the things that Christian, I Christian, we are no Christian, longer we friends. we have to interrupt you. Do you know Every this? podcast, we have an, a silent competition on who gets told that first. And I won. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're no longer How friends. about it? How I'm, about I'm, I'm it? I'm friending you on Facebook as well. We're off. Go ahead. There's something about this place, right? It is something about this place. I mean, you can sell anything, you can buy anything, but uniquely, you can't make anything. And when I saw Wendell August's process and I saw who was in their uh, Rolodex of who seeks them out, it was something that I said, this is beyond sliced bread. Yeah. This is so cool, and it cannot be imitated, and, and it can be replicated, but no one has the abilities that we have. And and I can honestly say our artisans, our process, and our history, the forges have closed. You know, we've been in business for almost 100 years, and a lot of other companies that tried this in the 40s and 50s and 60s are no longer in business. So when I looked That's at a great our, point. You know, our history and I look at our capabilities, and I said, if we can just showcase this more right here in western Pennsylvania, but throughout the entire world, we have something we can share. Mm-hmm. And it, well, kept me here. And is there another place comparable in all seriousness? I mean, I don't think there is, right? You know, there's jewelers, there's metalsmiths, sure. uh, there's small, you know, just amazing artisans throughout the entire world that commission, you know, pieces, and their palette is metal. Ours traditionally is metal, and uh, we are one of the largest forges, but the oldest forge that's active in America. Okay. So there's other small people that do blacksmithing, a lot of do metal work, uh, but not on the... Uh, the uh, capacity as well as the beauty that one the logos creates. Yeah, yeah, great point. And we were, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go watch the videos on our Facebook page because we uh, Christian took us for a little tour of watching people forge. It's amazing behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Room. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So Christian, Just like you said, the art and the craftsmanship. You, unless you see it, you really don't grasp yeah. what goes into it. Yeah. And, the, and again, the new place up here is absolutely beautiful. beautiful. So, yeah, it's, right. it's shiny object heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we right. call it SOH. Right. Right. Christian, Aaron, thank you so much. Uh, Christian, tell everybody where, if they want, if they're listening to the podcast, where they can order all of their holiday or wedding or christening or, or baby baby or, or whatever boss's or day things oh so fortunately you can come up today and enjoy uh, a visit up here to western pennsylvania you can shop at our location our flagship store that we're at today and we're presenting at wendell august here in grove city right here in mercer and you can also go to the outlet malls in grove city and uh, have a day trip up there stop and see some of our other partners we have a store in famous Amish country, Ohio, in Berlin, Ohio. It's a beautiful time of the year to be traveling over there. Uh, but we have a 15,000-square-foot forge uh, that has a lot of our nostalgic as well as our Ohio State and Cleveland Browns uh, personal <laughs> property that we have for sale. And uh, most of all, you can go to WendellAugust.com. It's open 24 hours a day. It's our largest store. So for the comforts of your home, uh, you can buy some of the most unique personalized product right from your bedroom, your office or your doorstep but visit us at wendelaugus.com they no are, teleprompters here John. they are a good team they're gonna when we go on vacation we'll have them host the <laughs> there you go all right there coming up go. we're going to talk to peggy from the mercer county visitors bureau You know, we always try to orient everybody as to where we are. And so we know we're at Wendell August Forge. Wendell August Forge is near Grove City Shops. And Grove City Shops are in Mercer County, taking off another county on our tour list. You took that 
for me because I'm terribly challenged when it comes to geography. So I think you were making sure that I knew where we were. But how do we not know where we are when we're in this beautiful, you almost feel like you're in a workshop. But it sounds hokey to say, but it really does give you that feel because the weather turned cold like that this week. And now all of a sudden we're here we are in the holiday spirit. So we're going to talk with Peggy, who is no stranger to shopping in general because Grove City is one of those meccas in general. And you are from the Visitors Bureau of Mercer County, correct? Well, thank you so much for coming on. I, and, and you don't know me yet, Peggy, but I am terrible about leaving Pittsburgh. I know nothing. So <laughs> treat oh, me okay. like a yinzer that you're going to tell me why I need to come to Mercer County. Oh, geez. We have so much fun here. Uh, that's what I hear. That's and what I hear. not only that, it's so easy to get around. Yes. And have a great holiday shopping experience. Okay. So, of course, we have, we're known for Grove City Premium Outlets, those 130 stores. So we have a lot of fun there. My daughter 130. and I, 130. Wow. And uh, my daughter and I, we love to come for the um, after Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Head up here about eight o'clock. Yes, after what? Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. So, you, so the entire everyone's open. Yeah, uh, most of them, most of them, most of them are wow. open. Yes. Who cleans my dishes, Peggy? <laughs> if I if I leave dinner, someone has to clean up at home while I come up here and shop. Oh, just leave them. Just leave them. Okay. It. Just All leave right. Them. <laughs> yeah, we head over. Our favorite is uh, we we head over to the coach. Oh, okay. Because I mm-hmm. love purses. Okay. So we're gonna get our purse, and and my daughter she loves the the clothes and the sweaters. So we got to get the. Old Navy outlet too. Mm-hmm. So, and my uh, sister loves shoes, so we got to hit the shoe stores. So you're checking off your list. Uh, yes. So we're out here. We're bundled up, and we're having. We're just having a ball. Peggy, first of all, I want to know who you know because clearly you are in charge of everything Mercer County. Because not only did it suddenly get super cold, there's no snow, and the sun is shining. It's like a visitors bureau kind of day up here at Groves. So who do you know? Like you have to make that happen. To make that happen. I pray. Okay. I love it. I love it. it. What's, we know the things we can go on the Visitors Bureau website, which we'll give it a little bit to see what it's up here in, in, uh, Mercer County. But what's one thing that is a gem that a lot of people don't know? You know, a really hidden gem in Mercer County. Well, I particularly like, uh, Cranex Christmas Land. Oh, okay. So they start that Christmas Land September 10th. And they go all the way to December 31st. And it just has, it's about 300 feet indoors, so you don't have to be cold. Okay. (laughs) Of uh, just animated characters. Really? All kinds of Christmas trees, uh, different scenes like winter scenes and nativity scenes. And so I love just, you know, when my daughter was younger, we would love to go to Cranax, and then we'd head over to one of the candy stores, mm-hmm. uh, Daffins, uh, mm-hmm. to their oh, yeah. Chocolate Kingdom. Right. And then we'd have, you know, we'd eat out a little bit, sure. stop and eat. So we just made a day of it. It's just a fun time. The original well, Quaker Steak and Lube is in this That's county, right. right. The original the Quaker original. Steak and Lube is in downtown you Sharon. Can eat with cars hanging over your head. That's right. <laughs> If that's well, not and I, I, you know, for years we knew that Sharon, PA, obviously was known like for the winter and things of that right. nature. But it seems like, in all seriousness, people are going a little bit further um, and leaving Pittsburgh because we've lost some of that appeal. We don't have all the uh, the displays anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to Ogle Bay or they're oh, coming okay. here. Okay. I think we're getting back to that family time. Is that what you're seeing that people yeah, I, want to experience together? I think so. I think people like to want to make memories with their family. Because exactly. I, I noticed with my daughter, she can remember things when we were growing up, all the different things that we did uh you know, we'd head out on the lake. The memories, and, sure. Yeah. So, we, you know, you try to make those family memories because it's important as they grow so up to, for them to, to kind of hold that in their heart. Absolutely. So I think that when we look at uh, some of the things that's happening in the, the smaller, charming downtowns, like in downtown Sharon, they're going to yes. be having the, uh, they, don't, they call it the Night of Lights. Okay. Is so that the river thing? The lo- it's, lo- right, it's on the river, on the river? but not water fire. This is a. Uh, oh, okay. This is their. It's it's part of the small business Saturday. Okay. So as part of that, you know, other than the shopping during the day, but then during the evening they'll have the sleigh rides. Uh, oh, I love oh, that. Oh yes. So the horse, horse drone, the horse oh, drone sleigh I rides. Love that. Wow. Uh, the and they call it uh, 
night of lights, and they'll have the entertainment, the fireworks, and so just uh, the lighting of the Christmas tree. So a lot of just scenic and family time and, and just gathering and having a lot of fun. And Peggy, I might be mistaken. John, I was going. I, I, I might be mistaken, Rach, but I think Peggy just invited us to sleep over at her house the night of the Light of yeah. Lights. Well, and come on down. Come on down. Hey, you can make, easily make an a overnight of it. Well, and that's it, right? There's, we even driving up here, you know, you forget, oh, there's a hotel here now because you are becoming more destination, which is great. So I guess number one, uh, we're sometimes using the word Christmas is taboo. So is there or are there other holiday traditions that people can partake, whether it's through um, Kwanzaa or um, Hanukkah or things of that nature? Are there holiday specific kind of vendor type things that are happening in Mercer? Well, for everybody. uh, up um, in the Hermitage area, we have a, a large parade. Now, yes, this one I knew is that. this mm-hmm. is not the ordinary parade. This, okay. they have over fifty over no, it's over eighty uh-huh. floats. So what? so and they escort they escort Santa to the mall. So, uh, in addition to the bands, the floats, all kind of uh, you know uh, cars. It's and, a full production, right? Yes, full production. <laughs> I would say. And so that's coming up on the 23rd of November. So that would be something for everybody. Yeah. For, yes. Yeah. But I let's agree. talk about we, the lights on the river. What do you call that again? You know, the, it, it happens in the summertime. That's the, called water fire sharing. Water fire sharing. And right. what happens there? Because that's, I heard, amazing. I've seen pictures. Well, it's the, the whole downtown Sharon is taken up with this event. So they have all kinds of arts and cultural activities going on. They have a, a theme based on the music. So they have a musical theme, different theme each year. So mm-hmm. there's two of them occurring each year. And so on the water, they have these braziers. So in a, they have a kickoff where they have this, this music that sounds to prepare the people that the lighting is about to occur. And so in these braziers, they have the senate wood. And so the, with the music, and then there's people sitting all along the bridges, all along the, the shore of the river. And so these boats come through, and they, they light the, wa- they light the wood I love to, it. to the music. Yeah. So, and sometimes they have boats coming along with different light displays. So it is, wow, I mean, it's fascinating. Let's fascinating. do it. Yeah. yeah. Peggy, we, and, we, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's important to say, just like Wendelaga's Forge, while holiday season is everybody's sort of favorite season, there's something year-round, right? That's oh, the yeah. whole point. Visit any time. I'm oh. sure fall is gorgeous. I'm sure spring is The springing. shoe store's still here, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryer's shoe Ryers. store. Oh, Ryer's shoe Ryers. store. Ryers. <laughs> shoe store. Right. What's the best-kept secret? I don't know that we're a secret anymore, really. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I don't think there are secrets anymore because yeah. it's a place to go. Right. I love yeah. it. Great. I think... Particularly, you know, the surrounding area, probably within at least a hundred mile radius, hundred fifty mile radius, they really do know a lot in Mercer County. I think Grove City has a lot of name recognition. Sure, right. But because of the I know even like when I we go to the golf shores shows, everyone knows Mercer County. You don't have to, you know, yes. they, they know Oak Tree or Yankee Run, and so yep. Tam O'Shanter. Yankee Run, I forgot about Tam O'Shanter. Yeah, yeah. So, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know they. Nice. So they actually nice. do know Mercer County. Is Combine Brothers still here? Combine Brothers still Ooh. here. Yes, we go there for that great Italian food. Oh, a here lot we go. of it. Yeah. You go way they back. Peggy, give you a lot. Peggy, you are making me hungry. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the question? Because you could be the winner of the West End Bridge ornament from Wendell August Forge. Which Pretty is cool. A whole lot less frustrating than the bridge. Yeah. Okay. If you were to buy everything from the 12 days of Christmas, how much would it cost? You know the 12 days of Christmas, right? Okay, so would it cost you $10,000, $7,218, or $6,300? Now, before you answer, let's cause, cause a little tension. Who are you and where are you from? We cause tension by asking that? I'm from, I'm from Buffalo. Buffalo? Buffalo? Wow. Right. Well, welcome down welcome. south to the hot weather. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. right? So Sabres fan or uh, Penguin fan? Sabres. <laughs> okay. That's all right. We'll let you in. You can phone a friend. It looks like you're going to yeah. confer. You can confer. You can Google. What was it? B. B. You're going we B. Have, all right. B. Kim. What's Okay. We B. need the final decision from here. All right. What, what do you... You're saying B? B. 
be? You're both wrong. Oh, Rachel it loves that. Six thousand three hundred dollars, and that it, with the um, swans of swimming being the most expensive. How, How about, about that? that? So oh, wow. we could try one more. Stay. We'll try one more. All right. Get another chance. So, what name this Christmas movie? You cannot use your phone. We are not letting Kim phone a friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here, what movie is this? When the thermometer gets all reddish, the temperature goes up. And when the temperature goes up, I start to melt. And when I start to melt, I get all wishy-washy. All right, we got two winners. Two, we have two winners. We got two winners. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Oh, I thought we were just going to give them both prizes. You're tough. No. (laughs) What is the most common gift to give for Christmas? Just most common gift given for Christmas. Okay. Which alcohol answer? over there? <laughs> Jewelry. Alcohol's number two, so we'll give it to you. Candy is number one. So. Okay. Oh, Thanks for playing, yeah. guys. All right. And who did we have over here? Yeah. Trip up and tell us your name. Paula, Paula, and Scott. And where are, where are you guys you from? from? Periopolis. Oh, wow. Periopolis. Okay, yeah. So that's a, that's a drive. For you also. That's a. There yes, you go. We know yeah, Jesse I know it well. County, right? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. All right, cool. Well, thanks for playing along. Thank, thank you, guys. guys. Peggy, thank you so much for coming You're on welcome. the podcast. Thanks for playing our games and being silly with us. Uh, where does everybody find out about what's happening in Mercer County? Visit mercercountypa.com. Oh, that's so easy. And we will Perfect. Make some, yeah. <laughs> we'll make videos when we sleep over at your house. Yeah, and we'll yeah. tell them to come. So you look at our face. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, no. laughs> when she came up to me and asked me for a so real briefly, pull them away from their boots here at Wendell August Forge. We have Tempe Moore and J.P. Drool. So, Tempe, you're new to the Yajagoff system. J.P. Drool was the first video ever done on Yajagoff.com, Rach. No way. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. We did it at a place wow. that's now out of business. So the Yajagoff brand has beat Latitude yeah. 360. So you're giving him <laughs> credit legacy. for where you are today. Is what just no went question, down. right? Okay, right. Okay. And we, I mean, quite frankly, we also give the Markowitz people credit for introducing me to Rachel Renneberg. How about that? What's there you up? go. Lots of happenings so here. Both of, our, is both of our guests are artists, and we'll let them speak in a second here. But both of our guests are honored by the Wendell August Forge people because their artwork has been converted into Wendell August Forge pieces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tempe, <laughs> Tempe, you are not from Western Pennsylvania. You're from West Virginia, Ohio. Ohio. I am from East Palestine, Ohio. Yes. Okay. Uh, all kind of down there in that special triangle there. Of, yeah. of, nobody really knows it's, it's <laughs> Ohio or, or West Virginia, right? right? Talk about your history and far as your artwork and things like that. Um, let's see. I started way back in probably 2007 when I got laid off from my graphic design position. And I had more time to focus and just create artwork that I like to create. So it was kind of like a practice thing until That's it awesome. turned into something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't those the best stories, though? Because something bad happens. The silver lining comes about, and then yes. the rest is history, right? Yes. What was the first piece you made that you thought, hmm, this might be something? Um, it was the Myron Cope. And I found an image online, and he was holding his hand up in a motion where he was you know, like excited a, about yeah. the game, you know, but then I decided to put a towel in it. So the towel really made the piece. And that was something that everybody really liked, you yeah, know. How about that? Mm-hmm. And that was 12 years ago. Yeah, that That's was fantastic. a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> well, and JP, how about you? Layoff story. So, that kind of thing. What happened? What happened? <laughs> poor. <laughs> poor. <laughs> what negative thing happened to create your artwork? This is not just Tempe speaking with a male voice, but in 2007, <laughs> I bought my first camera, and in 2013, I got laid off and was doing photography on the side, and getting laid off gave me the push that I needed to pursue my artwork that I had kind of been <laughs> practicing on. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, now, and your artwork is, and for someone who wouldn't know. Sure. So I, I focus mainly on the Pittsburgh skyline. I'm a photographer. Okay. Um, so. But you do the HD yes. type photography, or printing on metal. Yeah, so I right. print it onto aluminum. Uh, a lot of my clients say it kind of looks like they're looking at a HD TV, so, mm-hmm. and I take that as the the highest compliment. Yeah, yeah. I put a lot of you're like well, all you people with your iPhones, you're silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, so I have people come up and they say, "Oh, I took this picture. It's." You know, it's just with my iPhone. It's not as good as yours, and they think they're complimenting me, and they and they are. But that iPhone 
does a great yeah. job. Yeah. But more importantly, it's the person taking the photo. So that person that's using their iPhone, they're creating something that means something to them. Right. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And as far as meaning and with, with the material that you're using, what is the appeal of metal or aluminum or, or whatever versus just a photograph or just a, an art form? Does that make sense? Like, what is it about the metal that, that is behind the push for this? So for me, what, what my clients say is it just it makes things easier and it looks better. And what I mean by that is when it's printed on the aluminum, it's ready to hang. You yeah. don't have to take it it's to a frame shop. It mm-hmm. just, the focus is the art. It's mm-hmm. not the matting and the framework. And then printing it on the aluminum gives it a little extra punch and color. It's a little more life. Okay. Oh, okay. Punch and color. Now, Tempe, question. same answer? Same answer pretty much? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. What he question, said. Question to both you. What's it like when Wendell August Ford Forge either approaches you or you approach them about putting your artwork into something that's like, this is a big time. Right. So yeah. what's that like? Did they approach you, Tempe? Um, I don't know how it came about. Actually, it was through the Penguins Foundation. I started working with them, donating some of my artwork and um, creating live artwork at some of the games on the spot. And then uh, they approached me about, you know, working with Wendell August to do a collector's plate series of, you know, the Penguins players. So. Yeah. That was a pretty surreal moment. And now yeah. you eat over Sid's house on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just once a week. Just once a week, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jake, you know, you've been hacking away at this a long time. How about when you get that phone call? So I remember it very vividly. Um, I was actually at the National Aviary. I was preparing for a show there, and I got a voicemail, and it was Christian Werner, the, the president of Wendell August, and he said, I found your work. I really like it, and we're thinking about doing a, a Pittsburgh collection. And then he followed it up with, with no disrespect to Christian, but probably the dumbest question I ever heard. He said, would you be interested? And I said, <laughs> uh, duh. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was absolutely humbled and thrilled. Mm. Well, Good words. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so True here story. we are. And uh, uh, people can come and they can buy your stuff online at Wendell August Forge. They can hire you guys to do things. And uh, it's, it's just amazing to see what... Is this your guy's first time up here at this store? Have you been? No. So I come up a couple times a year, and they actually. So I don't have an online, or I don't have a in uh, a brick and mortar shop. Mm-hmm. So this is actually this is, your office. This is my gallery. Okay. Um, you yeah. know, in, until I have one. Uh, so I come my up people, here for, y'all, my people. These, these are my people. <laughs> That's, right. That's perfect. So where can they find you guys online? But uh, let people know, in case they live under a rock and they didn't know that they could get your stuff, where could they find you on the Internet? Um, they could find my stuff at Etsy. Etsy is a big okay. outlet for my artwork. And, like, I don't have a gallery or anything. So, yeah. yeah but this, isn't that the great point of today? You don't need to have yeah, a, a gallery. Yeah. I love it. It's all social media. It's out there it's everywhere. TempeMore.com. TempeMore.com. And, JP, where does everybody find you? Uh, sure. So, JPDeRollPhotography.com. Uh, I'm also on Etsy. And then uh, I'm most active on my Facebook and Instagram pages as well. And that's if, the same. If you you're a Pittsburgher. It's, it's JP Droll. Droll. All right, I'm feeling you. It's like being on the movie yeah, and hangover. Because what did you just say? <laughs> I don't even know how much I just bought. It's up at the register waiting for me. Listen, we were looking at you, and you were, like, tripping over the stuff that was falling out of your hands and your arms. Because, because I'm, I'm not used to being in the store. This is like a kid in a candy store yeah, up here. You need to bring a buggy. I, I, I do. I need a buggy. <laughs> a W-A buggy. Yeah. I'm used to just buying their stuff online and having it shipped home, so this is, like, the mecca of everything Wendell August. I love it. You could be the spokesperson, because you're, you're shouting out to online. You're talking about how much you want to buy. Um, and I'm looking at what I already own in this store, and I'm like, I have that. I have two of those. I don't know how I have two of those. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. Bob, you're becoming one of those um, iconic uh, Steve Martin-y kinds from Saturday Night Live on the Yajaga podcast because we look for reasons to have you. But especially, we look for reasons to have you this holiday season because you are Mr. Holiday. You are Mr. Christmas, right? Do that again, Mr. Holiday. Holiday. Okay, Oprah. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> 
probably the only people who never liked Oprah. Yeah. I, I just she was too over the top. Anyway, JP was like, <laughs> and you get a Christmas ornament, and you get <laughs> right, a right. Ornament. JP was like, so how do you know John and Rachel? And I was like, uh, John invited me like years ago onto his Light Up Night podcast. Yeah, and I've just come back every year at Christmas yeah. time, and whenever they need me. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you can really fill in at this point. I know. Yeah, you should be someone we consider when we go on vacation, but we never go on. We vacation. We don't go on vacation. Yeah, I would need more than like five minutes of prep time, though. Oh. Not just like, <laughs> hey, can you come on this oh, Saturday? Are you saying, yeah, are you saying we prepared this podcast? Guess I'm gonna drive up here. Five minutes. Okay, you're right. I know you guys too well. Listen, listen. So you certainly are near and dear to my heart as Mr. Journalist because you've cer- you've been around the Pittsburgh circuit as far as media. Um, kudos to you. So many different people would say what a great job you've done in the various markets you've worked. But your real passion is for Christmas and the holiday season. So talk about that. Talk about your platform that you have out right now. It is. I mean, I've, I found a way to blend my love of technology, journalism, and the holidays with itschristmas365.com. Yeah. I've been working on it's it a for thing. a couple years. Yeah. But this year's the first year I've really, like, sort of put it out there. We've got a Facebook page, a newsletter, um, an Instagram account. We're trying to build it, a website. And we're trying to post every single day all through the year about the holiday season. And not just Christmas, but any holiday that occurs in November and December. You know, we're trying to to build that up. You know, recipes and fun and, you know, history. Yesterday I wrote a post about the Sears Wish Book. Mm -hmm. And it made me think of, back to Wendell August, it made me think of the Wendell August catalog I get. I literally go through it and circle things I want, which is what I did as a kid with the Sears Wish Book. Right. You've heard of Buddy the Elf? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Bobby, the, Bobby Elf. the Elf. John yeah. is over here speechless, he which is, is which is Bobby. really he rare. No, this is what I remember. I remember I was at this Swickley light-up night because you used to cover that. And uh, and one night I was there, you weren't, and I looked inside the old Trib office and I said, there's, like a, there's, not even a, there's a Christmas tree there or something. And you're like, I know it's not the Christmas decorations I used to have because it was like this measly tree. And you're like, no way. I know what tree you're talking about because that's the tree the office keeps up all throughout the year and it's just like a yeah at the swickley herald office it's just like this like waiting room looking tree you know this ugly thing with lights that are half out yeah and like i spent like a week putting up christmas decorations in the swickley herald office like they would i would do it at night i say a week but i would really would it be friday night i'd spend the weekend so that when people came in monday morning it was all christmas the bookshelf was looked like a like a chimney with stockings hung and like the window had snowflakes cut out in it. I mean, it was amazing. So when people were, when people were at Swickley Light at Night, they would see it yeah. and look up and say, "Oh, that's really yeah. great." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not just Swickley. Your love for Christmas then is sort of everywhere. So at, back to your day. point that it's every day. Yeah. You're posting about it. What is the appeal of Christmas to you that you're trying to convey? For me, it's about. It, it sort of ties in if we're if we're being Pittsburghy. It sort of ties in the Mister Rogers belief. You know where. You know, it's it's the belief of loving and being with friends and family and cherishing those moments. And when's the one time of the year when people cherish moments the most? It's Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gather with your family. Yes, people talk about the stresses and everything. But when you're really there Christmas Eve with your family, you're looking at Christmas lights out in the neighborhoods or you're sitting at church or you're sitting at dinner. Like that's when Christmas means the most is when you're with your friends and family. And we've all been there where family members have died and they're no longer with us or they're across the country or wherever. But the people who are with us now, like if this was Christmas Eve, you guys would be my family. Like I love it, you know. That's so cute. And that's really what it's about. Place to stay over. <laughs> hey, we've had random people at my Christmas, so you're welcome. <laughs> Bobby, talk about. I know Christmas is your thing, but yeah. you have a new endeavor. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I started. Um, Rachel said I've been around the block with a my bit. my journalism. It's like you know the old bit. Liberty Avenue days. <laughs> no tricks. Um, no tricks. Yeah. Um, no fake news here. I, uh, so I was with the Trib for about 11 years, um, as a reporter and then editor with the suburban news desk. And then I bounced to Hearst television as a, as a national news, um, reporter curator with the Hearst TV national desk, um, covering news for 26 TV stations, including WTAE. And, and I loved it there, but I was recruited to join Inside Pittsburgh or Inside.com, which is a San Francisco based news tech startup. Um, and I feel like a press person, like a PR person right now. And when journalists are looking at me, like, this is like opposite end of what I'm Do you used need a to. Hot light? <laughs> right. So inside, inside.com is, um, it's a newsletter based, um, news operation where our curators, 
you know, they curate news about certain topics. So Amazon or Google or Bitcoin, tech, you know, tech type topics on down to entertainment with inside streaming, which the writer for inside streaming literally summarizes everything that's out on the streaming services, Netflix, Apple plus Disney mm. plus everything. Um, I of course do inside Pittsburgh, inside.com slash Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a twice weekly, uh, Pittsburgh newsletter where I summarize news and events. I have my, my little event section is called get at, which I love. Um, <laughs> and you know, we, we try to bring, we try to summarize and curate the news for these various topics for people, which is kind of like the, the hot button thing now in yeah. journalism is curating. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're doing. And it's super successful. People love it. Um, it's uh, my the freelancers are from, you know, Pennsylvania, the California to, internationally so it's really awesome to work with folks who i've never even met in person right. um but there i am working from my bed or from sheets or from wherever those are his you know. favorite things in case sheets you and sheets. sheets sheets eerie yeah. and christmas are his three favorite <laughs> if i did a my favorite thing so, christmas song it would yeah. literally be eerie sheets john and rachel oh, that, uh, <laughs> why, why were we third <laughs> we weren't it was a no no random or target target only your favorite because it's red Oh, that's a good idea. No, it's because it's, okay. it's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And listen, <laughs> listen. I love Target. If Target moves into the old Kaufman's building, oh, oh my God, like that's a Yinzer like <laughs> explosion. Just gonna live downtown, it's a explosion. Tar- Target's clock. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. Listen, we know you love Christmas, so we're gonna put you to the test. I've been and we have shopping. a couple. You took me away from we, I did. shopping. We have to set it up. Though. <laughs> right. The Wendell August people are mad because they're like. Bobby was Don't on a Don't interview roll. him. Yes. 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 I, I probably have like $200 in ornaments over there. Literally. Listen, we're going to give you a chance to win as well. But we have these two guys who have patiently listened to your story so that they could win. <laughs> <laughs> they acted like they cared. They cared. They cared. They cared. They One of them is wearing, we have to set this up, is wearing a Penguins jersey. This is not going to be your question, Bobby Cherry. Because you're not going to fare well. It's the Christmas ones that you'll fare well. Okay. So here's the question, you guys. And we want you guys to come over so we can get your names as well. But get ugly for one minute, okay? Because you got to put your game faces on. Who played for both the Penguins and the Pirates? All right. So listen, why you, why, who are we interviewing right here? Who's, who's our first contestant? Bob from Robinson. All right, Robinson. All right, Bob, and spelled backwards is also Bob, and you are? <laughs> wow, Hokey. he's Hokey. smart. West Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. We like right. to have a little bit of diversity. All right, so the que- did you get the question? Is it an easy question, guys? No. <gasps> hmm. Same. Wow. Come on, Bobby. Come what on. about you, you Hornquist? Have you heard? I have not. I did not know we had somebody played both sports. Bobby, you don't know it. No. Right. What year? Do you know? John knows It's a year. span of years. It was a span well, like of years. Well, what time frame? Am I uh, too young? Uh, back in the 70s. I'm too young. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. I'm really too young. It was young. the 70s. Yeah. yeah. 70s Who into played the 80s. For both the Pens and the Pirates. What kind of hint can we give them? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go Bucks. That's all okay. I Okay. All right. I'm going to give you the answer and give you another one. It's Vince Lashide. He was the organist for both teams. Oh. Okay. Oh, boo. <laughs> we just got booed. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> you were. You were, guys. Let's try one more. All right. Okay. Ready? Here we go. The Stick penguins, to your day job. Oh, wait. What was the Penguins' first name before they were the Penguins? And I'll even give you a multiple choice. Was it the Hornets, the Stingers, or the Trailblazers? I know Hornets, this one. Hornets, Stingers, or Trailblazers? All right. I know this one. Oh, Bobby knows it. Bobby knows it. Hornets? Okay. You Hornets? think it's the Hornets. Get Hornquist. Stingers. Okay, Bobby Cherry, do you know? I thought I did. Say it. It's the Hornets. It's the Hornets. It's the Hornets, West Virginia. West Mountain Virginia. Mama. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. There you go. I thought I was giving you Steelers. There you go. Congratulations. Right, cool. How do you feel now that you just won that? Oh, that's great. I'm gonna where, in, my where in West Virginia? Wear it. <laughs> where in West Virginia are you from? Morgantown? Where in West Virginia are you from? 
It's about 60 miles. Weir- Weirton? Weirton? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay, cool. There's a Sheets in Weirton, that yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for nice. playing. We appreciate it. All right, Hornquist, it. thank you so much. If you want to know who Hornquist is, go to the Facebook Live video from today, and you'll see him. We, he walked in here as Patrick Hornquist. All right. <laughs> Are we done at this point with, with Bobby? No, we have a Do couple more keep... questions yeah. with Bobby. Let's, okay. Can Felicia come on? Felicia. Hello. You're joining Bobby Cherry. Absolutely. Who is, you know, somewhat of a drab, drab, dreary-looking dressed man, dude. right? <laughs> Are you? You look no. pretty festive <laughs> to me. You know, light <laughs> up some. I even wore my red and green yeah. today just for you, John. <laughs> the thing yeah. he did was check his lights at the door. Everything right. Else Gonna the sleigh's parked on the roof. I have to get going. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're going to start this segment with both of you. It's going to be a Christmas round, and then we're okay. going to chat with you, all right? All so right, sweet. You cannot look over my shoulder, Felicia. I know okay, I okay. saw that's what you were doing, and I would appreciate if you would back <laughs> I didn't up see anything. You know, I didn't right. see anything. Comedians are cheaters? Is that they what we're are. saying? They are. Colin Chamberlain, right? All right. <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what was the first Christmas song to be sung from outer space? Oh, I know this. Can I say do you know it? I don't know right, it. Jingle Bells. All right, that's one for Bobby. All, All right, right, Felicia, are you going to play this game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He had it. I didn't even have time. <laughs> here, I'm going to step over here so you can step into the game here. Here we go. Okay. Okay. What is the Christmas movie that is habitually ranked number one oh, on all lists? I the, know this. Wait, let's oh. give someone else a chance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. has got to be Christmas Vacation, right? Okay. Bobby, what's your answer? Uh, a Christmas Story. Wrong. Both. White Christmas. Oh. Um, oh, more than yeah. any other. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. a Christmas story has been number two, would, okay. would have been nice. Sure, so sure. that was good. But now this is another movie quote. It looks like Bobby's in the lead. So Felicia, step it up here. I'm going to step it <gasps> up. All right. Yeah. It's one zero, Bobby. This would be a famous movie quote. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. What's yeah. that movie? I have no I'm... clue what that is. <gasps> oh, I do. No clue. Christmas vacation. Easy bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> the coveted Santonio Holmes signed nice. sealer so commemorative sweet. Wendell like August ornament. Oh, thank you. My he earned it. He earned it. Bobby Cherry, where can everybody find you before you exit? It's Christmas365.com. Go Bobo, G-O-B-O-B-B-O on Twitter. And you can sign up to the my paying job, inside.com slash Pittsburgh. <laughs> I love it. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Well, I love you guys. You so Happy much. holidays. Can, continue Happy shopping holidays. so we look good. Happy I mean, holidays. Like I talked to, bought two ornaments from JP. I have all sorts of stuff that I'm ready to, to Okay, buy you here. go shop. You go. Bye. All right, bye, guys. Felicia, you, as you know, we plan these podcasts out weeks in, a, in a ahead of time. So, like, back in June, our person contacted you and said, can you make it to the November <laughs> thing at Wednesday, August yeah, 4th? Absolutely. Like, Oh, yeah, That's I'll what try happened. to make it. I've, I woke up, set my alarm, and I was like, oh, 8.30, that thing is today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Rachel and I are still waking up. Is that Sleepers right? Sleepers and we boogers in our eyes. Yes, sleep. <laughs> sleep is in our eyes, and this is the perfect place for me to be right now. Everything here is fragile, and uh, you know, don't lean on anything. I'm a leaner, so I can't. So I'm just standing in the corner wondering where people are getting mimosas. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a mimosa guy. There is? I yeah. have not seen this guy. <laughs> and this is the perfect place for people to be i thought it was just the cashiers drinking them like they you were just think. keeping them yeah because they got a long day ahead but keeping them jolly i, I was <laughs> trying to get on a, in on a mimosa but i don't know i i had some wine last night so i'm probably good yeah there you go but are you a wine you for, drinker i uh i i am not a big drinker but i can only really drink like a wine or a white russian so that's what i do now Ooh, yeah that seems pretty it's, dramatic difference. it is <laughs> it is a dramatic difference <laughs> but for some reason those are the two that work with my body the best and they don't make me angry and want to fight someone you know if I, I can't drink beer i can't drink beer beer makes me want to fight people or it gives me a headache and makes me want to sleep so i can only drink those two things but i would have i would have had a mimosa if i saw the mimosa guy for sure like, that was yeah. a hint we're gonna need to get her a mimosa that was in your rider that we signed back in yes. june <laughs> where we signed you to be on this podcast <laughs> ahead, well ahead of tell time. us your comedic story how my did you comedic realize story or yes. my tragedy okay your tra- well uh first of all uh, thank you for having me uh today our pleasure this is very fun i like this um Yo, I am from Claysville, Pennsylvania. Oh. So I don't know if you is that Washington or is near fan. Washington? Okay, and it is uh, like on the West Virginia border, sort mm-hmm. of. So yeah, and that's where I grew up. 
And uh, when I was 18 years old, oh, well, before that, I wanted to do stand-up comedy. I saw somebody on TV doing stand-up. I think my dad was watching a rerun of the Johnny Carson show. And I saw this guy doing stand-up, and I'm like, what's happening? Why are people laughing right now? And my dad's like, because he's funny. And I'm like, well, if he's so funny, why isn't he laughing? And my dad's like, because a good comedian doesn't laugh at their own jokes. And I remembered that word. I was like, comedian, because I was like, I want to do that. I was eight, right? So I had to wait until I was 18 to do comedy, because they don't let you in the clubs any younger than that. And actually, the first place I ever did open mic was at the Pittsburgh Improv. And the Holy was, Grail. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- they also had the Funny Bone back then and Station mm. Square. That's not around anymore. But, uh, yeah, I did open mics at the Improv for a while. And I wasn't good enough to work there. I was brand new. Uh, but I got on at the Funny Bone all the time, and they were they were very supportive, so they started booking me. And uh, I got to work with really great people like Mike Birbiglia and Jim Gaffigan and uh, who else came? Gilbert Godfrey was there. Wow. So I would work with these people, and they were like, you are funny. You should go to a bigger city, you know, uh, get better at it, get get more diverse audiences. You went back to Claysville. I went back, <laughs> right back to I started hashing out the act in Claysville and <laughs> Washbaugh. Uh, but no, I, I did move. I moved to Atlanta and I lived in Chicago and Minneapolis and, uh, Cincinnati and I just would work all these clubs and over, you know, slowly over time it just snowballs. And so now here I am 16 years later, <laughs> uh, headlining the improv. It takes women longer. It really it does. does. It's no just doubt. the nature of the business. It doesn't mean I'm any less funny, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much that in so a nutshell. So where are you living now? I live in Squirrel Hill now. Oh, yeah. nice. So you're so back in Pittsburgh. I'm back it. here. I've been back here for a couple years now, and I like it, and I'm probably going to move again. I came back just to hang out with my family some, because when I was traveling, I, I did the road for like 10 years straight. Uh, there was a lot of traveling. I got burned out. I didn't get to visit them a lot. I didn't get to see them a lot. So I moved back here specifically to spend more time with them, and... Uh, now I'm sick of them. I'm going to move. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, we're good. We're good. What was the easiest thing as far as material that you were able, like, you were like, this I'm going to use? Uh, well, actually, the very first time that I got on stage, it was so bad. You know, I bombed and I had sound effects. That's how bad I, I had no clue. John did that too. On his, on his really? Podcast, right? Yeah. 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 Sound I was like doing sound effects with my mouth and everything and like trying to be physical because I didn't know who I was. Sure. You're an anime 18, you know, and. I don't know what's funny for me to do. And uh, so my time was up, and I had one one-liner. And I was like, uh, I'll throw this out. And it was the only thing that got a laugh. What so was it? I, it, My one-liner? Yeah. It, was, it was not good. But it was, um, <laughs> it was like, so my neighbors, you know, they make fun of me every time I take out my trash. I don't understand why. I mean, just because I live at the landfill. Is that? (laughs) Yeah, it's really like a a stupid one-liner. But it was the only thing where people were like, ah. And I was like, okay, I'll write one-liners from now on. There you go. And then that's kind of what I did for a long time, and I got good at it. So I have a lot of funny one-liners. And I have bits, too, but... That was that was kind of where I went. Yeah, I don't think people realize either, and I wouldn't have known if I weren't around John and Colin. Just it is a craft, right? And so yeah. you have to really put the time in. It's not just I'm a funny person. There's a lot of funny. Oh yeah, people. yeah, that's definitely out there. A person who is like around, uh, you know, they're fun at parties. Right, they're the party like guy. fun the, at the that office. famous quote: "Fun at parties." Yeah, yeah yes. funny at the office, you know. And then that person's <laughs> like, "Hey man, should I like uh, tell me how to get?" up? And I'm like, "No, you don't want to. Don't do it. You're, it's not for you, you know. Like, and it's and it's." It's it's not rude to say that to people either, and then because they'll go up and they'll bomb and they'll figure it out, right. you know. But yeah, uh, what was the question? <laughs> uh, the crafting. It, it yes, you so you write, have right? to it, you have to you mean you have to bomb you have to bomb to you have to fail to get good at it, and you have to figure out who you are as a person, figure out your point of view. There's a, really a lot that goes into it. Uh, it's a very exhausting career. By the by, yeah. the way, the sound effects in the background are it's yeah. Bobby Cherry with his buggy <laughs> knocking stuff off <laughs> as he's raised the chair. So the holidays are coming up. You're yes. with your family. You're kind of yeah. ready. So anything? What's what's ha- what happens with the holidays for you? Do you like the holidays? Uh, you know, I have very good childhood memories of the holidays. My parents really did it up big. There, I remember one year when I was a kid. I was upstairs in my room, it was like playing a video game or something, 
and I heard the uh, I heard the toilet flush downstairs in the bathroom, but my mom was upstairs with me, and my dad was in the basement, like two floors down. And I heard the toilet flush, and I was like, hey, the toilet, and my mom's like, well, I don't know who that was. And I ran downstairs, and as I was running down my, my, my stairs, I heard the front door slam shut hard. And my mom was like, that must have been Santa. You know, you, you came downstairs, he knew you were coming, and he left really quickly. So my parents did stuff like that all the time to keep the, you know, the magic so alive. So you were 40 so when you stopped believing. I was 40 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I still believe in Santa. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so, so I have really good memories, so it's a good time for me. I like it. I'm okay. glad that they did that. Talk about, so, you know, not to name drop, because you certainly have quite the uh, repertoire of people, but you opened for Tom Green. I what am opening like? for Tom Green this like? weekend. It was really cool. I mean, it's still cool. I When they told me, because it was a last-minute thing, and they were like, are you available? I'm like, yes. And then I just started kind of freaking out. Like I was, cause I watched the Tom Green show when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't, it was like, I was just compelled to watch it. He's so crazy and weird. I love that kind yeah. of thing. And, uh, so getting to meet him was cool. I was very nervous. And, uh, his shows are sold out and his crowds are great. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. a little weird. I am not usually like that with people because I've worked with so many big names. Right. It's only happened a couple times where I'm like, ah, I'm ner- I, I'm nervous around this person. Sure. And he's one of them where I'm like, eh, only because you're a part of my life somehow. Yeah, you know? right. Like I watched your show all the time. And yeah. The only other person was like Lewis Black. When I met Lewis Black, he just had a very intense energy. And I was like, oh, you're a, you're like a star, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, he, he does have that energy where he's about to snap at any moment. And, and what about women? Any women in particular? Who I, is your, you know, as you said, it is harder, yeah. I think, for women and not to, be, you know, jump on the women bandwagon. But it is harder in any industry for women. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, I, I like Wendy Liebman. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. who she is, but I, I like her delivery and her jokes. I like her writing. It's very clever. And uh, But you don't really see her out on the road too much i did see her in cincinnati i went to a show and the people i think this is why she doesn't work the road because her her comedy is very intelligent and she was in cincinnati and mm. people coming out <laughs> and they were like what is this you know they were they weren't they weren't yeah, that into they weren't it. I'm smart like, enough i was just mad i was like this isn't fair but yeah i uh, flipped a table you're like i'm out yeah and i don't really get to work with that many women because the whole thing is don't mm-hmm. put two women on one oh, show oh i see so I don't even get to work with, but, um, there's a woman uh, named Tracy Ashley. I don't know if you've heard of her. No. Uh, she was just on a Netflix special. Tiffany Haddish presents they ready and she's on there. And she, I was actually her opener for eight years doing colleges. So I oh, went wow. on a college tour for her for eight years and she's made it. And she's, I think uh, she might be like 49 years old and she's like, she's been on TV a lot, but she's like breaking big now. So right. it, that just goes to show you, it really does take longer. It's not, it's not as fair. Yeah. It is a boys club. I think it's getting a little bit better, but you know, that's just, that's just how it is. You kind of have to deal with it. Yeah. So in your act, as you said, it's a craft and you work on reorganizing the words, reorganizing yeah. the cadence. Yeah. Is there anything in your headlining act right now that still remains from one of your first acts that you've uh, found a way to rework and make it better? No. No. <laughs> and that's, that yeah. is a good thing because you do have a lot of people uh, who have been doing the same act for 20 years yeah. and, and they've got it down, but like. You got to evolve. But no, I, I don't have it. Because, I mean, I was so bad when I started. So y- you wouldn't want anything still in there. <laughs> it was that, That's that from that long ago. Well, like you said, That's it's funny. the whole launch yeah. and learn, live and learn, and trial and error. So kudos yeah, to you. So you are headlining when? I am headlining the Pittsburgh Improv on November 17th. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. The show is at 7 p.m. I do have uh, a promo code. If there's anybody out there who's like, ah, I want to go to that show, but I am spending all this money on Christmas and Thanksgiving. Or, at Wendell August. Yes. yes. Or Wendell August. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to buy this uh, 20-foot Christmas tree right here, and I don't have any money to come see your show. Or if you're a college student, I don't know if you guys have college listeners or not, but college kids, you know, they Six don't have seven. a budget. So yeah. if you put it, if you go to the improv website, improv.com slash Pittsburgh or whatever, Google improv. Uh, you go in, you'll see me there on the calendar, November 17th. You can uh, type in the promo code LAUGH, L-A-U-G-H, 
and then I'll get you some free tickets. Sweet. And do it, John. Yeah, do yeah. it. Come out to my show. I'm funny. If you don't I know what to no expect, doubt. it's uh, I'm not squeaky clean. I'm not filthy. I'm like right there in the middle, appropriate. And I have some really funny openers coming with me from Philly, from Buffalo, New York, who I have hand-selected to open for me, who are very funny. And uh, I, I'm goofy. I'm weird and goofy, and I think you would really so like it. So do it. it. You meet the out. handcrafted theme of today. Yeah. Handcrafted exactly. Wendell hand August Ford and handcrafted yeah. Yeah. comedy. By the way, my favorite thing, I've, I've, I love yeah. the photos, the photographs. Okay. I love the art. Uh, but there is something back there in that middle room. It is a, a chocolate pecan pie in a can. And I don't know why it's not front and center right here because that sounds so delicious. funny. Yeah, yeah. Can Are you we believe just that? starving? I, yeah. <laughs> I think we're just starving. I mean, it looks delicious. I want it, yeah. Oh, gosh. Awesome. Felicia, I'm so happy that we got to meet you, talk yeah. to you. Me too. Thank you. We'll be there. We're going to come see the show. Yeah, we I are know. for sure. Yep. So, And again, you've been listening to Felicia in between all of our guests. So, yes. And if they want to find you online. Yeah. Well, online, I don't have a website right now. Okay. And uh, oh. you won't find many videos of me because people like to steal material. So I keep yeah. my stuff off. But if you go to the improv website, there'll be a clip up there of there me on my page. Cool. And uh, yeah, if you want to friend me, just friend me on Facebook, Felicia Gillespie. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. So go ahead. Do, do it. it. There'll be it links up. in the show find notes. Me. Cool. Felicia, thank you so much for making the drive up here. Thank you. And uh, good luck with your headlining act. And thank that you. is, we have to thank a ton of people for oh being gosh. here at Wendell August yeah, Forge. So many people. First of all, thanks to Wendell August Forge and Christian and Aaron and the gang here. Yeah, and Alex. Uh, just, and the mimosa guy. The mimo- what was his name? Rob the mimosa Rob. guy. Right. Rob and the thanks to Patrick Hornquist lookalike who walked in and was on he our first win. show. Right. Right. Yeah, he did and uh, thanks to Markowitz Communications for uh, organizing it all, right? Yeah. And thanks to... Special thanks. Mike's here, actually. Yep. Mike's here. Bobby Cherry, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on, as always. And for, for buying John's fill-in. $700 Remember, worth of stuff. Remember, didn't somebody ask me if you weren't here, who would be my your fill-in? Yeah. I think it's Bobby Cherry. That was it. It's David Highfield or Bobby Cherry. Right. That, right. And thanks to Peggy. Visitors Bureau of Mercer County, yeah. And to Tempe Moore and... Our photographer, J.P. Droll. J.P. Droll, if you're uh, if you're in Pittsburgh. And, of Lots course, of thanks to our sponsor, Rorick Honda, who is all about family. In fact, Rorick wants you to test drive the ultimate family vehicle, the Odyssey, with a Black Friday contest. Let the Jagoffs, that's us, and Rorick drive you around to your shopping destinations while you prepare for the holiday season. After all, isn't that what family is all about? Rorick treats you like family, wants you to drive their ultimate family vehicle, and Shop for the entire family on Black Friday. Check out yajagoff.com for details. And as always, visit www.roar.com for all of your vehicle needs.